All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show R&B recording artist Desire. What is up, gentlemen? Uh, another day, another dollar. Another What's day. So I got Suede and and Exclusive in the house, right? I got, I got y'all's names right? Correct. All right, good stuff. Right. All right, so let's start off with Suede. Before we get into the single you guys want to talk about, Suede, tell my listeners a little bit about you. Like, what what was it that got you into making music? How old were you? Just kind of paint us a little picture. Uh, well, for me, it started early. Uh, it started in the church, uh, singing in the youth choir. Uh, my mother was over the whole youth department. So mm. anytime she needed somebody to sing something, I had to do it. <laughs> so I was kind of pushed to that, to that forefront. So I got out of my shyness early at a young age of, of singing. And it just, from there, from there, it, uh, developed into being in band. Uh, to doing a little chorus in college, um, and then into songwriting and uh, singing professionally. Gotcha. What about ex- exclusive? What about you? Same question. Uh, it's pretty much the same for me. Like music just runs in my family, so I was pretty much submerged in it from birth. Uh, everybody in my family can really sing, from my mom to my dad to my sisters and brothers. So. Hmm. We grew up around music. Uh, it, I just kind of gravitated towards it naturally. And what, what, when was the transition from, you know, singing with your family in church into actually going into recording studios and wanting to pursue this as a career? Uh, the first time I actually was in a recording studio was when my sister was recording. She does gospel music. so Nice. That was one of my first times actually going into the recording studio and seeing her do it. Yeah, that's what's up. Okay, so then tell me about how you two um, found one another and emerged up and, and started uh, and formed Desire. Well, Desire was formed by uh, me and Travis Looney, who was our original manager. Um, we had came together on it. I, I wanted to sing professionally, but I didn't want to be a solo artist. So, um, we auditioned for singers, uh, to make, I want to say boy band, but, uh, a male, male R&B group and, um, uh, exclusive audition and, uh, he blew it, blew it out the water. So it was actually four of us originally. Um, ah, okay. And, uh, Exclusive was one of the uh, people who auditioned, who, who stood out the most out of out of our auditions. And how long? It just, it just it grew from that. How long has the group been around? When did you guys first form? I'd say it's been about seven years. Nice. Seven or eight years that we've been. We had a rocking together from went from four to three now to duos. And what do you think about that? Do you, would you do you prefer just just two people, or or, or was you okay with three or four? I prefer two people. I think the chemistry is better when you have less people to deal with, less yeah. personalities. That's uh, true. Kind of works better because the more hands involved, the more opinions, the more you just gotta 
kind of compromise on everything. But when you have somebody that you just click with, with good chemistry, it kind of just flows. So you get a lot more stuff done. Yeah, it actually makes a lot of sense. All right, so let's talk about the song. I just listened to it a little while ago. Actually, it was way better than I thought it was going to be. And I don't mean that in any way, shape, or manner as a bad thing. Well, you know, here's you know, I'm just not a huge, I'm not a huge R&B fan. I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not anti R&B. I mean, I like some R&B, but when I, when I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of like had this preconceived notion. But when I listened to it, I was like, whoa. These guys ain't playing around, man, because you can tell it was a project that just wasn't slapped together, and it was it was a couple of guys that are way, you know, just real pros. So I loved it, man. Once, once, I, I didn't take me that long at all to get my foot tapping. Hello? What was the question again? Oh, yeah. So I, I guess I did forget to ask a question, didn't I? Tell me the backstory. <laughs> Tell me the backstory of the song. I mean, I read about it, but my listeners didn't read about it. So tell me the backstory. Uh, I believe he actually took the idea, started the idea of Tell Me. Yeah, so I heard the track first and uh, started writing the chorus to it. And when I start listening to it over and over, it had like a 90s kind of vibe to Mm -hmm. it. And it put me in the mind of something that Jodeci would do if they released a single now. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to keep that 90s kind of flavor, but not make it too old. And uh so I started with the chorus called Exclusive. Um, we got together and started vibing from there. The song actually wrote itself. I know that's kind of weird to hear, but from a writer's perspective, (laughs) it happens sometimes when you write. But it really flows really good, and it's just about uh, appreciating your your partner. If you're in a relationship, you know, communications break down, relationships go up and down. So Tell Me is really about connecting with your other significant other Mm -hmm. and basically telling them, let me know what you need in this relationship. Let me know what you need, how we can continue to flow. So it's, it's like a kind of like an appreciation song. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely hear the 90s. It definitely has a 90s throwback um, for sure, which is nice, though, because I actually, I miss 90s music anyway, to be honest with you. I'm not, not, no knock at today's music, but I'm a little bit older, you know, so it was a nice, it was a nice throwback for me. Who does most of the lyric writing? Is both of y'all write the songs, or is there one in particular person that writes? Yeah, normally when we go into writing for a project, we're pretty much fifty-fifty on it. Uh, it just depends on who comes up with the idea of the song, and then we kind of flow from there. So we usually write the choruses. He's really good at making hooks. And then I usually come in on some verses, and sometimes it's vice versa. It just depends on who's flowing that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I read in the bio that there's also a single called Raindrops. Um, have y'all dropped that song yet, or is that a previous song? Not yet. That's actually going to drop maybe next month. Uh, that's more of a R&B hip-hop track. Oh, really? It's in the mind of like a... Like a uh, post Malone kind of vibe. Ah, nice. Yeah, nice. Um, okay, now 
also there's an EP. There's, now the, the song "Tell Me" is that part of the Love Zone EP, or is this is there a Love Zone one that's coming up? Tell Me is the first single from the Love Zone EP. Okay. So that's the the first single, and then the second single will be Raindrops, and then we'll drop the EP. The EP is a five song EP. Nice, very nice. And what's the plans for a second uh, EP after that? Well, Love Zone actually is the second EP. The first yeah. EP was Love Therapy, which, uh, if you want to take a listen to it, is out on any, any streaming platform. Uh, we actually got a chance to do a couple of different sounds on that EP, but Love Zone is the second, gotcha. and we're actually working on the third EP now. Nice. Have you all thought about a full album, or are you just going to keep doing some EPs? Well, we thought about doing an album, but we kind of thought that it made more sense to kind of drop songs here and there so we don't, just trying to pick up some traction. So we just trying to dangle stuff here and there mm -hmm. and trying to build yeah. traction before we put a whole project out so yeah. it don't go to waste. That's actually smart. Now, what about, okay, so let's go back to Tell Me for a second. Has the song gotten any spins anywhere? Any, any radio station spins or you guys working on that still? Uh, Tell Me has gotten on, what what was the station again, 104.4.4. Nice. Out of Charlotte. I think it might be out of Charlotte. Beautiful. Hey, it's a start, man. You got to start somewhere. still working yet. You got to start somewhere. A hundred percent. Yeah, we're I mean, still trying to get it on radio mainstream. We really are. Absolutely, I mean, and and you know the good news is you got you got on a radio station. There's a lot of people that can't say that, you know. So one step in front of the other, and then you just keep going for it. Yeah, we were actually excited about getting that's that's our first achievement of actually getting placed on radio. So that was a milestone for us. Absolutely, there's a rock band called Three Doors Down. They're actually from Mississippi, the state that I live in. And they're um, very, 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 very successful, yeah. Well, I have Brad Arnold, the lead singer, has been on my show a few times. And um, I asked him about the old days, like how, you know, what do they do to, you know, how, how, what was it that made them get their big breakthrough? And he, and he told me the old-fashioned way. They actually literally banged on radio station doors, man. They knocked on doors and, and just hustled it hard. And finally, they got a little play, and it just—it just, you know, they got that one break, and it took off. Yeah, that's exactly what me and Sway was just talking about that yesterday night. We were like, man, we have to go up to the radio station and just take it back, man. Yeah, I mean, it's so hard these days to get the people. Like, they don't—it's just like they don't really want to give you a chance, but they get hounded so much. Yep from different artists, which is understandable, but it's like, sometimes from that stance, they just miss out on great artists to me. Yeah. A lot but, of great independent artists. There's a ton of them, you know, the, the market's so saturated with musicians, but, you know, the thing is, though, you, you might catch that one break, you know, you, you just keep keep at it, keep banging on doors, and and because, you know what, if you don't do it, somebody else somebody else is probably doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So, so we were like, uh, we're going to have to get get out there and just, I mean, we got to go every day. We just got to show up every day. 
Yeah. <laughs> Get up there like be like four o'clock in the morning, man. Like you have just be sitting on your you know on your suitcase or something outside the outside the radio station before they even get there, man. <laughs> yeah, like have have, a, have some Dunkin' Donut coffee out there for me. Here you go. Yeah. Catch them on the way out when they go to lunch. Yeah, we're still here, man. <laughs> yeah, you do what you got to do. So, how have you guys um, utilized, you know, un- sadly, COVID really, really just swept the whole world and it's impacted every every different um, profession out there, man. It's like, as far as the music world and actors, I know a lot of actors and musicians. It's it's been hard, man, because it's shut down venues and, um, you know. So how have you guys dealt with that? Have you have you utilized the downtime, like the shelter in place, to uh, just write more, be more creative? How have you guys dealt with that? Well, it kind of just completely, like, threw our plans completely off because we had just like uh, we were working with a tour manager to try to open up shows for different artists here and there to try to get our name out there and it just completely shut down so we we didn't let that defeat us we just went into just right I mean we've written a slew of songs probably enough to put out like three albums from just being in quarantine yeah yeah man I mean everybody it's refreshing just to get back to that that pure essence of your art when you know when you just stuck <laughs> in a room and you can just indulge into your you know, your profession. It was kinda of refreshing in a way. Yeah, man. I know the good news is it seems like there's um you know, I don't really like to divulge into politics a whole lot, but the current president and vice president seem to be a lot more focused on, on getting the handle on this COVID and, and it seems like it's paying off and numbers are coming down and the vaccines are getting out there so hopefully this summer man we can have venues opened up and uh, you guys um, can get out there do you guys do much live performing? Yeah we we, we do a, a lot around Atlanta but we were gearing up to kind of take it on the road so we're yeah. hoping everything gets back together and uh because, I mean, that's the best part of all of this is interaction with the fans and seeing yeah. their reaction to hearing us for the first time. Yeah, That's one sure. of my favorite moments. So I'm yeah. very much looking forward to getting back out there. Do you guys have a manager and, and you know, to help to help get, you know book you guys to different venues and things? Not yet. You know, we kind of just split between the both of us right now. Yeah. Exclusive uh, does a lot. <laughs> he does a lot of our magic for <laughs> hey, I hear you, man. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so what's the goal for what's the goals for twenty twenty one? Uh we talked a little bit about, you know, maybe a, another E P and but where do you guys want to be like when twenty twenty two kicks off? Like a little, a little bit less than a year from now. We actually want to be established recording artists. 2022, I look forward to maybe performing on the Grammys. Nice. Uh, featured artist stage. Yeah. Or the main stage. Or the main one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every way it goes. We'll take opening the Grammys up. <laughs> hey, man. That's, you get that Dunkin' Donuts coffee and you start getting outside them radio stations. You never know. 
Right. I mean, you, seriously, right. you just need one song to take off, man. I mean, it's just a matter. Of, I mean, look at Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber is one of the you know one of the biggest artists of all time, and he got found on YouTube by Usher. Yeah, I and uh, Scooter Braun. Yeah, you know. Hey, I got a funny story. If you got time, I do. I do, man. Let me hear it. Okay, so I don't know if Justin Bieber did he audition for The Voice or for American Idol? He was anyway. He was auditioning for something. So uh, he was actually on one of my flights. I'm a ah. flight attendant during my office. Oh, very cool. Yeah. And uh, he came on the plane, and I think he was with his mom or dad, and they were like, oh, we're going to audition for a, a music contest. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's. Uh, you want to sing on the intercom right now? And he actually did it, like, right there. Really? That is awesome. I love that. Yeah, I think it was American Idol he tried out for. I think, I think, I think it was American Idol. I don't think it was The Voice. I think it was American Idol. So he got up on the plane and, and got on the intercom and started singing. Yes, he did. He did his thing. That is awesome. And I remember thinking, like, this dude is gonna get signed. <laughs> yeah. He had to look at everything that did. Plus the the just the uh, the courage to get up there and do it. You know, some people are just natural. They don't. They're not. They're not afraid or nothing like that. Yeah, I got a, I got a quick story since you're a, fly, a, a, a flight attendant. I got a quick story I want to share with you guys if you have a few minutes before before we wrap it up. So I was on a plane from I was flying to Los Angeles and and my plane stopped in Houston to pick up some passengers and to let some passengers off. And um, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to get off because I was going to L.A. So I just sat in my seat when we landed. So. Um, so, so some new passengers came on, and there was one girl. They're, they're all of them when they were like in their early twenties, late late teens, early twenties. And there was four guys and one girl. They're all together, and they came on. And um, two the two guys and one girl sat to my right. I was in the aisle seat, and so those three seats right to my right. They, they them three filled them. And then there was two other in that group that sat to my left. One sat right next to me in the middle, and the other one sat at, on the window seat, right? Well, the, the guy that sat in the middle right next to me, he was an African-American. He was probably about 20, 21. And so me and him just started talking. You know how flights are. You just kind of small talk with whoever you're sitting next to. So we got talking back and forth, and he was telling me, when I asked him, well, what are you guys up to? He said that they were um, NYU students, and they were part of a comedy group called Derek Comedy, and they were flying to Los Angeles to pitch a movie script that they were working on. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so we just talked back and forth for a little while, and then when the plane landed in Los Angeles, we shook hands, I wished them luck, and that was it, right? So fast forward like seven or eight years later, I'm I'm in my home in town, and and I went to the movie theater, and I'm watching a movie called The Lazarus Effect. It was like a thriller. It was like a horror thriller movie. And I'm looking at the movie, and all of a sudden I see that same black guy that sat next to me on the plane in the movie. And I'm like, wait. And I was like, where do I know him from? Where do I know that guy from? 
and like it was driving me crazy. I almost didn't even get to enjoy the rest of the film because I was trying to figure out where I knew that guy from. <laughs> and I said to myself, you know what? I'm not leaving. When this movie's over with, I'm sitting right here. And this girl I was dating at the time, she thought I was crazy. But I said, I want to watch the credits go up the screen, and I want to see if I can figure out who this guy is. So, because the, 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 he, he told me his name on the plane, I just couldn't remember it. Don't forget, it was like seven years pre, you know, previous. So, uh, sure enough, the credits go up, and I see his name. And you know who it was? Who was it? Donald Glover. No way. Donald Glover, dude. Donald Glover. <laughs> and, crazy. And if you Google Donald Glover Derek Comedy, you'll see his old little, little comedy skits they did called Derek Comedy back in like a long time ago. But I, so when I when I saw his name go up, I was, like all the hair in my arms stood up, you know, because I was like, wow, so the kid made it. He made it. And that wasn't even yeah, nothing because he, he came out with a Gambino song after that. I mean, he wasn't even that big. He was, like, pretty big, but he got huge after that, though. Yeah. So there's my story. He he put in work. Yeah, he's an amazing talent. And I kind of had a feel, just like you had had that feel about Justin Bieber, I had the same feel for him, because when I was talking to him, he just seemed like he was, there was something special about him, you know what I mean? He just had this really, really high IQ. He was kind of a funny guy, but he was kind of quiet. He just seemed like he was different, you know what I mean? In a good way, though. He just seemed like he was separate mm-hmm. from a lot. And I was like, wow. So anyway, that's my story. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, man. All right, so before I let you guys go, I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, tell all the listeners where they can get your music and follow you. But before we do that, is there anything that I missed, uh, any singles or anything you guys want to touch on before we wrap it up? Uh, nothing you miss. Uh, Raindrops is dropping next month. I don't have the date just yet. And also, there will be a visual for uh, Tell Me coming out from. Ah, nice video. Okay, good. Good. All right, fellas. I had a lot of fun talking to you guys. I wish you guys the best of luck. Tell everybody out there where they can get your music, where they can follow you on social media. If you have a website, you go ahead and plug that. Uh, you can follow us on any social media platform at Official Desire. Desire is D-E-E-V-I-R-E. And we're on all streaming platforms. So check out both EPs. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. We appreciate feedback. All right. Hey, guys, come on back. When you guys got some something new to talk about, I want you to come back on. and had a lot of fun talking to you guys. We'll do. Thank, Thank you so much, Greg. Okay, best of luck, guys. Thank yep, you. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Bye-bye.